Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribune Herald. Good afternoon, Bryce, or good morning, actually. How are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing doing terrific. Thanks. So, Bryce, you're a Rockets guy. What do you think about Daryl Morey stepping down? Yeah, I was literally just texting my uh, brother about that because uh, uh, he's a big Rockets fan as well. Um, I, you know, I'm not actually hating it. Uh, that was something that um, I was I was ready for the team to kind of make a make a change uh, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they've they've sort of underachieved in terms of you know they haven't gotten to the finals. They haven't uh, you know really never knocked off the Warriors during that time. And, you know, a lot of teams could say that. But um, but I just feel like it's time to move on from Mori Ball, from all that sort of mm-hmm. uh, analytics-driven type, you know, game and, you know, maybe play a little more traditional brand of basketball. Bryce, uh, before we talk high school football, <laughs> obviously let's talk a little bit about uh, the Bears situation. At, uh, another tough deal been uh, for the Bears with uh, with the game with Oklahoma State being canceled and you know quite frankly is the t- is the Texas game in jeopardy I mean so just a lot of uncertainty with uh, with college football right now yeah I think uncertainty is certainly the word of the day I mean uh, you know yeah I think the Texas game is is up in the air um, you know I, I wouldn't even speculate, you know, to, to put a percentage on it, you know, I mean, but it just, even right now today, it just feels a little like 50, 50. I mean, given the fact that at this point, the bears are not even going to be able to practice and, you know, through Saturday. So, um, you know, if the game does happen next week, I mean, you know, uh, how much practice are they going to be able to get in before the game? Um, you know, wh- who are they going to have available? What's the lineup going to look like? You know, all, there's a lot of questions to be answered. And, I mean, I think the, the chief one that Baylor is trying to answer is just, you know, how this happened. And, um, you know, we talked about it on our podcast this week, just, um, you know, just asking the question, do we, did you know, did we feel like uh, Baylor was, um, you know, unlucky or – or just not being cautious enough. And, and honestly, I mean, just if you, if you look at what they've done, if you talk to them, I mean, it feels like they're, they're following the protocols. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like other teams are not uh, having outbreaks as well. Um, it's just I feel like, you know, there probably is a little, uh, you know, unluckiness to it. I mean, um, you know, they're, they're, they've been trying to trace back, you know, uh, how, how it might have happened. And, and there's been talk of, you know, maybe there was a, a false negative in there. And that's, you know, when, when that happens, I mean, that feels like the, the definition of bad luck. Bryce, let me ask you, are they are, right now with them being shut down, are they just having position meetings? Are they have an offense, defensive Zoom meetings. Do you know how Coach Aranda has taken this time and how they're using this time? Yeah, predominantly, I think it's been coaches' meetings uh, on Zoom. Yeah, and and um, you know those those coaches interacting with each other, but less so with the players. Uh, I think when when they say pausing all football activities, I mean I think that you know that goes for online stuff too. Um, so yeah, it's it's tricky. I mean, uh, you know. I, I don't think the the players are going to necessarily, you know, forget everything uh, that you know 
that they've been taught in terms of the schemes and the offense and defense and all that. But uh, but when you're when you're playing big time college football, um, you know you need to be on the field. You need to be practicing, um, and that's why to me it's so hard to predict this this year. Uh, our, my buddy, our colleague Chad Conine, has called this a season of scrimmages um, because, you know, I mean, you just, you, you never know what to expect from week to week. I saw a stat where like 63% of the big 12 games have been decided by a touchdown or less. I mean, there've been quite a few upsets, you know, we're seeing double overtime. We're seeing quadruple overtime makes for, uh, you know, in entertaining competitive football, I'm not sure it's the greatest thing for the league from a national perspective, because they're all, you know, it's dog eat dog. They're and they're they're eating each other up, and and they're doing it in the SEC too. It appears. Uh, so we were talking, and and I think you, you start to run into some difficulty. For example, the Baylor Oklahoma State game has been uh, rescheduled for December the twelfth. What do you do with Baylor and Texas if they can't play on Saturday? That's <laughs> now you're. I mean, now they're. I'm glad I'm not in the in the in the Big 12 office in Dallas right now. Right. I mean, they they uh, purposefully created some wiggle room in the schedule, but at some point, uh, you know, you, you start running out of wiggle room. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> those of us who have gained weight over the years, I think, understand that little concept. <laughs> 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 you know, but on a not all of us. Wear, you can't wear those clothes you wore in high school. I'm sorry, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, already, uh, as you said, the Oklahoma State Baylor game was was postponed till December the 12th. Well, that also happens to be the same scheduled day of the Big 12 championship game. So, what happens if? Oklahoma State, let's just use them as an example because the Cowboys are still undefeated and, and you, you could make the arguments they have the inside track for a Big 12 championship game appearance. Um, you know, what happens if they're uh, supposed to be playing in that game or, or that Oklahoma State-Baylor game has, you know, ramifications for the Big 12 championship game? Well, then they bump that, you know, Big 12 game back to December 19th and they've already said that, that that's a possibility um, well, if the Baylor-Texas game doesn't happen, then like you said, it, it creates just uh, kind of an avalanche a little bit. Uh, and, you know, I don't think you can always survive an avalanche. All right, uh, let's roll into some high school football. And I think this week has some really terrific f football games, some really neat matchups. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, again, one of the questions we asked on our high school podcast was uh, Chad gave me a list of some of the top games, and he was like, which one of these would you cover <laughs> if you were picking, you know? And and it was a tough pick, you know, <laughs> because I think there are a number of, uh, of really good games. To me, the one I sort of centered on is McGregor-Lorena, um, just because that district, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it's 11-3A Division One, if I'm getting that right. Um you know, the McGregor, Rockdale, Cameron Yo, Troy, Lorena, Academy, Caldwell District. Uh, I think that district is 
just crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, in terms of you talk about we talk about the Big Twelve being competitive. I mean, I feel like you know that one's also going to come down to a touchdown pretty much every week, and and teams coming back and a lot of offense. And I mean, we saw that with the McGregor Troy game last week, fifty eight, fifty seven, just bananas. Uh, I think Ray Biles, I, I may have heard a little interview on the radio with you guys where he was talking about he was in the stands mm-hmm. uh, just exhausted at halftime. Watching just it. watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that Lorena McGregor game to me should be a really fun one. Um, but again, not the only good game out there this week. Um, uh, I mean, you have to talk about China Springs Salado. Sure. I mean, to me, that's a top 10 game in the state. Uh, Salado cracked the, uh, the top 10 this week. Uh, and, you know, probably the de facto district championship game uh, in that league. So Cougars are playing great. Eagles are playing great. I mean, honestly, uh, that slot T offense that they've got, I think, you know, sometimes it pays to be different. I mean, when everybody's doing one thing, if you can do another thing, uh, it forces other teams to have to adjust. And, and um, you know, I, I'm not saying that's exactly what happened with Conley last week in that Conley game, but, uh, but certainly when, when you're used to playing like spread, 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 and then you get something else, uh, you know, you, you, have to, you have to adjust and, 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 you know, it doesn't always work out. And you get three days to get ready for it. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, and, you know, COVID and, and other things sometimes pop up and, and uh, create, you know, a time crunch for you. So, uh, but those are a few of the games. I mean, Cameron Troy is another one that should be good. Um, you know, Crawford's playing what? Uh, Rio. Uh, Rio Vista. I mean, so uh, Rio Vista's off to a pretty good start. Uh, I still like Crawford in that game. I feel like the Pirates are really consistent. Um, maybe a maybe a vintage Crawford Pirates team. So, um, you know, should be fun. We had a couple of Wednesday night football games last night, which I was unaware of until seeing the things pop up. But so has District Eight Three A D One gone to a five uh, like a five day schedule? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, Fairfield has has encountered numerous delays and and, um, you know, problems because of COVID and, like, maybe one one case popping up or I, they had a game canceled earlier this year because uh, of, a, of a, again, basically a, a false – well, it wasn't one of false negative it, or false positive. Right. It was, um, it was a, a family member that had gotten it, and, and so there was the close contact, you know, app option up there. And so they've had to adjust. And yeah, they're doing, I think the five day thing. And so that's led to some, some weird, you know, nights in terms of football games. And it'll be uh, kind of a similar situation for the Mark Panthers down in two, a division two, um, you know, obviously Mark had its game uh, last week with Bremont, you know, postponed because of some COVID issues at Bremont. Uh, and then this week, um, you know, Mart was supposed to play Frost, and uh, Frost contacted uh, Coach Hoffman out at Mart over the weekend, and the Polar Bears said, you know, we're not going to have enough people to play. So Martin Hubbard moved up their game, uh, you know, to this week. And um, so after Martin Hubbard play, Mart will then have the following week off, and then will play the first, uh, as far as I can remember, 
Monday night football game <laughs> wow. in high school football, uh, you know, on uh, December or, or excuse me, October the 26th against Wortham. And then they'll turn around, uh, you know, five, six days later and play Bremont on that Saturday. You cannot play two in a five-day period. So they couldn't go Monday, Friday, but you can go Monday, Saturday. Uh, so that's what Mart will do that week and that, that should be kind of fun you know monday night football i mean uh you know that's a little different yeah, definitely <laughs> one of the games we talked about last week was the live oak and vanguard and live oak went out and shut them out 48 to nothing does so do you think the falcons are finally back to that championship pedigree i i think they're certainly on the way back i mean bryce helton's got a a great team it looks like you know shaping up and and certainly that's a program with a lot of uh, tradition over the last, you know, decade, you know, 12 years or so. Um, you know, they've won a lot of little tap state championships. I say little, but, you know, they're in a six-man division. Um, and and they've done a great job. And, and obviously last year was a step back. The Falcons went two and nine. Um, but this year, you know, three and zero, and and that was an impressive win over Vanguard. Uh, I think all three of the Trib pickers picked uh, Vikings in that game. So, uh, you know, Bryce Helton's been texting me those scores after every week. He probably wants me to keep picking against them. But, um, but yeah, I, I think they're they've got a really good running game, and um, and then you know, as crazy as it sounds, I know you know people don't always understand this about the six man game. I mean, it still does take defense to win games, and and uh, you know when you're able to shut a team out um, in a game where you know you only have six tacklers out there, that's impressive. All right, Bryce. Uh, obviously, some some great football games in in Grandview and West in there as well. So, uh, yeah. what, what are some of the key games you guys are going to be covering? So all those that uh, we just talked about, I mean, uh, we will, will, excuse me, we will be at uh, China Spring Salado. We will be at McGregor Arena. We will be at Grandview and West, um, and uh, Crawford, Rio Vista, and then another one that we're covering, um, you know, that we didn't talk about. I don't know if it'll be a close game, but uh, Bosqueville Valley Mills is a good local rivalry. Um, and a district game, and uh, Bosqueville's playing well. And to me, the game uh, to watch in that district, not to take anything away from Valley Mills, um, you know, I think Coach Moody has those kids playing hard. They're just, uh, I think they're dealing with some COVID issues as well, um, and, you know, so down a few guys. But but the game to watch in that district is Craw uh, Crawford and Bosqueville, which is, I think, coming up in a week or two. So, Bryce, always a pleasure. Yes, good to talk to you guys. Talk to you soon. Bryce Jerry, the Waco Tribune Herald.